Hello and welcome to episode 36 of the, I guess that's why they call it, the Elton John podcast podcast. This wasn't meant to be the next episode. The next one was obviously going to be part two of the interview with John Higgins, where we were talking about the Elton John album. And that is still scheduled. I guess you could call it a schedule. And it's going to be coming soon. But this jumped before it in the reckoning. This is not a proper episode. That's why I've not fully insulated myself from the cat noise that's inevitable. I've just got in. I've fed him. But uh, this is still one of the moments where he enjoys coming to make my life complete. Give it a rest, Isaac. Just come here. Isaac! I think he's coming. Here he comes. He just needs to be invited. He's a bit like a vampire in that way. Hello, little man. I know you You're trying to do All you can an announcement today of an eight cd rarities and all sorts box set it's a bit of everything but my goodness does this tick the boxes it's called the jewel box the packaging although we can't work out exactly how big it is yet the dimensions aren't listed anywhere as far as i'm aware so i hope it's gonna feel pretty good in the hand i bet it will this is an archival release um remastering of all sorts of material that has never found its way to cd or fans ears before it's all going to be together it's all coming out at once this is about as special as it's gonna get for elton john fans long-time listeners of this podcast will know me as a moaner i try not to moan but sometimes it's been difficult not to but now how can I do anything other than rejoice at what is a fantastic collection, really special set of songs, just reading the track list. It ruined my day. I was at work. I had a busy morning, actually a mad morning, loads of stuff going on. 12 o'clock, I made a beeline to the office to have a read of this track list and to talk to some people about what was actually being served up for us. I had loads to do this. I generated a lot of work this morning, but I did none of it. And my colleagues were just looking at me with bafflement at this sort of raw grin on my face and look of utter overwhelmedness. Overwhelmedness? There can't be many real Elton John fans who are going to feel shortchanged or let down by this jewel box. It's covering three main areas. There are four strands 
The last of them is the least essential of them. It's the tie-in with the autobiography. It's called This Is Me, and it's the tracks that he mentioned in there. The first two are definitely something that I've been looking forward to seeing, a deep cuts collection. It's slanted towards the more recent songs, perhaps, but it's a good collection. I'll talk a little bit more about uh, what's on there later on in this episode. But most importantly, we get to hear some of Elton's comments and little gems of insight into these songs, which is something that I've been keen to see ever since that Rolling Stone interview or piece that he did where he wrote about the songs that he found the most important in his catalogue. So that's what we get across two CDs. Then we've got two CDs of Rare Masters Volume 2, which is something that yeah, we've called for, but now they're actually doing it. They could have edited it down to one, but they've put a wide range of tracks on there. I'm sure there's one or two more that could have gone on, but that is a wonderful selection, and it's going to keep most of us happy for a very long time, having all of those songs on CD at last. And three CDs of rarities. This is what we've been waiting for. Allow me, if you would, to go through this three CDs of rarities with you and to just marvel at the depth of this track list. It's really got everything I would have hoped for. I, I tried to do a bit of a reckoning because there's a lot to get your head around here. As far as I can work out, there are 19 full band songs. That's how they're described. And then of those, seven of them haven't circulated in any form. And they are Cry Willow Cry, which I don't think I really knew about. I think I'd seen the title somewhere. If I Asked You, I've never heard of that. The three um, September 68 songs, Two of a Kind, Smokestack Children and Angel Pavement. And then the two biggies from the Zippo album, which are Nina and Watching the Plains. That's a great set of exciting songs. And then you've got all of the other things, um, full band songs that we either have heard or try to listen to because they're in such horrible fidelity. Things like from Zippo, you've got Regimental Sergeant Zippo, which is going to sound crystal clear. Sitting, doing nothing. Turn to me. Hourglass. Can't wait to hear that. Tartan Coloured Lady. And thank you for all your loving, which I think is on there. Um, other full band songs that are on the list when the first tier shows 7175 New Oxford Street I Can't Go On Living Without You There's Still A Little Love Baby I Miss You and Taking The Sun From My Eyes we've heard most of those you may have heard them if you've dug around in the collections but now you're going to hear them properly and you're going to hear them in context with actual liner notes that give the story of the songwriting partnership as there's also three band demos listed there. There's a band demo for It's Me That You Need, which I don't think circulates. I've seen it listed here and there, but I've never heard it. I'm going to say it's un uncirculating. Sing Me No Sad Songs, which we've heard today in glorious Technicolor, and In The Morning. An interesting point about Sing Me No Sad Songs is it, it was on one of the first demo 
and unreleased collections, not official, but in the 70s there was the record I Get a Little Bit Lonely. It was on there, and then it also came out on Dick James Demos Volume 2, and it's out again today. And what I've noticed is that as the uh, releases and as the years have gone on, it's got a little bit faster and higher in pitch. So I think the I Get a Little Bit Lonely one, on my transfer at least, of the vinyl is a little bit slow the dick james volume 2 one seems i i was walking up the road listening to it today it sounds to be an e minor solidly it sounds good in e minor to me the new one is running a little bit sharp maybe i'm imagining it i haven't sat in front of the piano with it anyway those are the full band ones then there's a total of 37 piano demos they're described as piano demos or piano and percussion piano and tambourine piano and guitar 21 of those 37 haven't circulated and some of them are proper artifacts that we've all wanted to have in our collection for some time like the full scarecrow i'm saying that hasn't circulated it hasn't velvet fountain um we've only heard the first couple of verses of i think um now we've got the whole thing amazing stuff that complements um, the Zippo selections like the demo of A Dandelion Dies in the Wind, demo of Angel Tree, demo of And the Clock Goes Round. I would have quite liked to have heard the Zippo recorded version, but still that's going to be a treat. And then the demo of When I Was Tealby Abbey. We've got demos of songs that I had no idea existed, like Just an Ordinary Man, Bonnie's Gone Away, I think I've heard that title, maybe not. Demo of the wordy songs like Trying to Hold On to a Love That's Dying. I think I've heard of that title, but I've never heard the song I'll Stop Living When You Stop Loving Me. Same. Who's Gonna Love You? I've never heard that. There are a few tracks that I've heard snippets of, but now we're going to get to hear the full thing. Lightning Strike and Countryside Love Affair. Um, if you could see me now, I don't know that track. There's just so many exciting sounding songs on this collection. Skylight Pigeon demo. We'd always hoped that that existed. It does exist all across the Havens demo. It's going to sound. It's going to sound good. Hopefully, I've played a little snippet of that. And then we've got Slow Fade to Blue, which seems to be in the wrong era because in my mind. Um, because it does seem to follow a chronological order, it does. Um, Slow Fade to Blue was a 67, it was one of the first batch of lyrics from Bernie, I thought. It certainly was presented in that way in his auction of his lyric sheets. But the um, the compilers have put it in to the sort of 69 area. Um, but then again, it is a sibling of Gulliver, in terms of how it sounds, so maybe it does belong there. And yeah, I wish there were a few more Empty Sky demos, but obviously they don't exist. And obviously the Tiny Dancer demo doesn't exist because this is a full mop-up of all the things that should exist all the way up to 71, and it's not there. We do now have a, an All the Nasties demo, and we do have a Razor Face demo, which is great. That makes that feel a little bit more complete. Um, Madman and Holiday Inn are also there. I think there are a couple of other demos from that era that exist. I might be wrong. And then Mopping Up the Tumbleweed Deluxe. We've got Rolling West. These all circulate, but now we're going to get to hear them properly. Rolling Western Union, My Father's Gun, Amarina, and Burn Down the Mission. 
And I don't think there was any mopping up of demos left to be done for the Elton John album sessions because all of that stuff's come out. So we're now able to compile a very, well, hopefully after we get these liner notes, a very detailed (laughs) chronological set of piano demos of the music of Elton and Bernie in between 67 and 71. It leaves a big gap and it leaves a bit of wonder as to whether or not there's anything covering the uh, 72 to 76 era, whether there's anything knocking about. That remains to be seen. Um, But this feels complete. It feels satisfying. I just can't wait to hold it in my hand and to say that I own it. Um, By the way, I didn't include in my reckoning there the two Bluesology songs or the two Bread and Beer Band songs. Those um, Bread and Beer Band songs arguably haven't really been released, but they do circulate. Uh, They're just too different to really include in all of that. What a set of songs. I'm so excited. And I bet you are too. And I don't think there's many Elton John fans that are saying they feel disappointed by this. I would happily have paid 80-odd quid for those three cds i'm mental though um i feel in terms of value for money this is very good we've all paid we haven't all done that we've paid a hundred odd i can't remember the details but it was over a hundred quid for the white album box set we've paid i paid quite a lot of money for my smile box set which is beautiful by the way and i'm really hoping this packaging lives up to the track listing Um, And if the packaging doesn't, I'm really hoping that the liner notes do, more importantly. The choice of formats that they're delivering is also great. It's um, very logical (laughs) when you think about it that they're not producing a vinyl set for the Rare Masters Volume 2. It's kind of logical, although five songs do creep in to the highlights of... um, There's a three LP set of the rarities and there are a few highlights of rare masters on there i'm getting that one as well because it's going to be really great to have scarecrow on vinyl and and i think quite a few in the anyway i was saying the price sorry i'm just batting around in my head from one side to the other the price is not bad in the uk it's also cheaper in the uk than anywhere else sorry about that and so 36 quid i think for the three record set rarity set and then 83 i think it currently is for the eight cds it's a lot of money but when we've been starved of potential meaningful elton john purchases for such a long time arguably since um the deluxe sets i know that's a bit extreme we've had a few bits and pieces but it's been a bit meager and so this, you know, I've, I've, I've been saving my money and I'm ready to spend the money on this. And the packaging that we can see, um, there's a couple of pages of the booklet which have um, been included with some of the promotional gumph. It looks really good to me and I can't wait to get my hands on it. As for the deep cuts... I like seeing Mellow on there, one of my favourite Elton John songs. Where to now, St. Peter, Chameleon, 
there's a lot of newer newer stuff on there. New Fever Waltz is on there. My Quicksand is on there. I think they belong because these are serious. These are the sort of things that if you wanted to play some Elton for someone who only really knew Crocodile Rock and um, Daniel or whatever it might be, then these are the sorts of tracks that you would dig out. So having these on vinyl is a, a really cool thing as well. Um, who knows what we're going to get with the This Is Me um, collection. What You know, how that's going to read once we can listen to it and read it, read what Elton's got to say about it at the same time. It's going to be a special treat for all of us. So um, I think if anyone's listening to this podcast and hasn't already ordered it, my advice would be to instantly get on to your local record shop and put in an order. And if you do have to order it from Amazon for one reason or another, then you might consider doing it through an affiliate link. No, not not a, I guess that's why they call it the Elton John podcast affiliate link, because that doesn't exist. But something like, I don't know who you would want to support, but I personally would support the chap who runs the Super Deluxe Edition website, because that guy's always working very hard. I think his name's Paul. Always working extremely hard to get information for people like me and probably you who enjoy the feeling of having something solid to hold when we're listening to our music. And boy, are we going to have that this year. It's It feels like the end of an era for... Bernie and Elton, that mystery and majesty, the wonder that came when the Captain Fantastic package was conceived, put together. People held that in their hand and they wondered at how two really average blokes could grind their way from nothingness to everything. And that's what that story was about. And it was... That's why it was so resonant, because they had to fight and they had to climb and they had to push. And it was not pretty for them in, in the early days, but it was great fun and it was big hearted. And this is as good a physical record of the love between Elton and Bernie as we're ever going to get, I think. And... In that way, we're going to treasure this, but also be a bit sad because I'm right. I'm not saying I don't want it. I'm really not saying that I do not want it. But it is like the drawing of the curtain, isn't it? And I just want to say to Elton and all of the team that have put this together, thank you for doing this. Thank you for making such a special package I can't wait to talk about it on this podcast. I look forward to speaking to you all soon through this mode. Loads to talk about. Um, not least, not anniversary stuff. I mean, I'm going to obviously finish off the Elton John anniversary thing, but any old thing that pops into my head, anything that you recommend... Um, I have a crack at if it catches my attention and interest. I'd love to hear from you. So if you've got any ideas for things that I could do or that you'd like to do alongside me, then give me a shout.
So in, I'm probably, I don't know what I'm going to play now, but I'm going to play a song that um, reflects, I'll do this in the edit, um, I'm going to play a song that uh, reflects my excitement at this moment. Enjoy. You're too low to see me smiling Into you. 